2: This story I'm about to tell you tonight is called My Best Friend Tried to Kill Me After a Year of Living With Me. From user TAGE874. Sit back, relax, and fall asleep as you listen to our tales. This is going to be a long one, and it will contain drug use, violence and animal abuse, TLDR at bottom. I've been needing to express myself about what happened between October 2017, February 2019. So for some backstory to try to answer some questions before they get asked. I graduated from school in 2016, I wasn't working at this time. It wasn't like that I didn't try to find work. I did, I just didn't get many calls back. I had a couple of job interviews, but they all fell flat. And it didn't help that I stupidly refused to put my resume forward to the local supermarkets because most of the high school bullies work at which the thought of working with the group of people who terrorized me for four-ish years filled me with too much anxiety. So instead I spent most of the time surrounded by the select few friends that I had which in the end wasn't that many at all. I was always sort of the quiet one in high school and early on in school I got a girlfriend. I spent most of my time developing our relationship further instead of finding friends. A mistake I would have come to regret when we split up right before high school ended. I didn't really have many friends to fall back on. I had one really close friend all throughout high school that we will call Sam as I don't want to use any real names. Sam was really supportive when I and my girlfriend broke up. He also had a great job. A really nice family, money, friends, and at the time was a pretty good influence on me as my parents would say. He didn't do any drugs or drink. I looked up to him as a person and as my best friend. So it was a really easy decision when Sam asked me to move in with him when he found a cheap rental property. Sam's family were friends with a small real estate agent's office, so it was easy for Sam to find a house, even if it was stupidly overpriced for the condition of the house. We were stupid and our parents just wanted us out. Sam's family believed he was too successful for them to need to support, and my parents wanted me out because he was tired of needing to support me. Sam and I moved out with his childhood friend who we will call Blake now. Before we moved, I had never met this person before he was never really home because he was always out for work or dirt bike riding. He lived with us for about four months before the first big terrible event happened. Sam let two strangers sleep in his bed when he was away from home. Blake got home one night at 2.30am ready for bed to walk into his room to see two teenagers having sex in his bed. He left the next day, and as far as I know to this day after their last augment, they never talked to each other again. So after that brief introduction, this is where I will get into the bulk of this post starting from February 2018. At this point, I had a source of income. I had gotten a job through my dad and I was enjoying being out of the house. By this time I was starting to suspect that something was wrong with Sam. He wasn't leaving to go to work before me which was weird. He was increasingly snappy and angry all the time and he was leaving work early all the time and didn't tell me where he was going. In the end, he was cheating on his girlfriend at the time with a girl from our high school. During the first few months with my friend acting this way, he would threaten to move all of my stuff out of the house. And onto the road if I didn't do something, he said. Like cleaning up the house on my own, going shopping, or any other various tasks. I didn't have much, only my mattress. He accidentally broke my bed frame while I was at work. And my office computer, which I used for Discord and playing small indie games so it wouldn't have been hard for him to actually do it. He never did, but I guess it was because I never really argued with him. He started stealing my clothes that didn't even fit him and would let me borrow his shirts to brag about how good of a friend he was. Eventually, he just stopped cooking food for himself. Sam's dad had given him a fuel card to use for petrol. He used to buy fast food twice a day for months, until his dad cut him off from the card which he turned into a two-liters bottle of iced coffee. And McDonald's nightly. I understand that this was more of his business and not mine. But he eventually asked me to cover his part of the rent. And he couldn't afford bills, which made it my issue. He asked me to buy him food, and when I refused, he would guilt trip me into feeling like absolute shit or he would block the entrance to the house. Or my doorway to my room. I was already really anxious since he had started getting more aggressive. And angry, so I often agreed, which left me struggling with money. At some stage, he just stopped going to work, as he explained it. Work let me leave early today, and they said they would call me in again if they needed me. We got into an argument I told him that he was wrong, and he still had to go to work. It took him ten weeks to call up his work who explained to him what they meant for that day, and that they had registered him as abandoning his job. So he ended up unemployed. I tried to support him as much as he had for me during my breakup and when I moved in when I was unemployed. But he got really mad and angry all the time, which he took out on me screaming at me for being right. Because of all his free time, he started inviting the girl from high school over all the time, threatening me to keep it a secret from his girlfriend. Obviously, in the end, I didn't since I was close with Sam's current girlfriend. I was actively trying to stay out of the house, so I only ever saw this girl over two or three times. But in reality, she was over all the time when I was at work, about four times a day, for the more tragic part of when I was living with him. He decided to buy some pets. He was given a bird from his family. He brought a dog which he called Sparta and he decided to buy a cat which he called Skittles for the girl from high school, which ran away. He brought another cat and called it Skittles again. And the state that this kitten was left in was appalling when either the girl or I wasn't around the house. It was revealed that he would lock the kitten in a closet and only feed her when he remembered. I should have tried harder to protect the animals in the house I tried my best to feed them when Sam wasn't around, but when he caught food missing-
3: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card rowdy mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off,
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: He would question me. When he found me feeding his cat, he grabbed me, slammed me into the wall, and screamed at me for poisoning his animals. I remember he hit me really hard. One day I came home and the bird that he kept near the door wasn't there and Sam wasn't home. I asked him where the bird was and apparently it had fallen over in its cage and broken its neck. This was where immediate panic started and I realized that I was living with someone much more than depressed. Sam came home later and I was ready to explode at him I was fueled with rage and anger for what he had done to the bird with an empty shoebox he proceeded to go to our backyard. I followed him and it turns out that he had the box to bury the kitten who according to Sam broke its neck jumping around in the closet I remember the way he told me vividly. He wasn't sad or angry. He was empty. His eyes felt hollow and he told me he wasn't sad about it. He went back inside to his room and locked himself in there. I didn't see him for nearly a week. I came home one day from a very tiring day at work. I had requested to get the morning off to clean for a house inspection. At this point, I believed that this was our second one, so I stayed behind at work to do some overtime. Sam thought I was out for the night, and when I got home around 8.30, I found him and the girl from high school smoking weed in our lounge room. I didn't say a word. I couldn't. At this point, Sam wasn't the same person I went to high school with. Every day over the past six months, he had found a way to yell, steal, guilt, punch, kick, and threaten me nearly every day there was always a reason he hated me blamed me for what happened to the bird, cat, because I wasn't there to stop them from hurting themselves. This was one of the final turning points for me. I went to bed and had a sleepless night. I heard Sam insult me. I heard him cheat on his girlfriend. I heard him lie about money, being employed, and using everything he remembered from high school to impress her. The next day, I told his girlfriend I stole his dog who was incredibly malnourished. And beaten. I called the RSPCA and reported him for animal abuse. I emailed photos I took of the house for proof. I used the cover of the real estate agent coming over for an inspection to protect myself from him overreacting. When I came back to collect the last of my things, I stupidly entered the house thinking our real estate agent was in there. I thought the car was there when it wasn't. I was greeted in the hallway by a shirtless Sam who pushed me against the wall. He smelt of weed and alcohol was burning into my skin. He pushed me up against the wall with one hand and showed me a knife in the other hand. He had me pinned against the wall with a knife in his hand. There was a long oddment which was him screaming at me and me shaking and not being able to spit my words out. He got angry when I told him where Sparta was so he choked me and ran the silver of the knife down my arm. I remember feeling like I blacked out everything was a blur. He kept getting more and more intense going on about how I betrayed him as a friend, and his girlfriend dumped me over him. He let go of my neck and pushed me harder into the wall with his shoulder and drew the knife close to my neck. I truly felt like I was going to die. I muttered out, My friends can hear you, we were close enough to my room, and he often knows when I left my room I always had discord open. He let go of me and I ran away to my car and left. I stayed with my parents for a couple of days living on their couch, too afraid to really talk to anyone my parents called me jumpy and I told them that I missed them because I had hardly seen them over the past ten or so months. Sam chucked me a message saying we need to talk, which we did in a public place. He told me that he was moving out back to his parents because he could no longer support himself and the house had too many bad memories for him. He left. To this day, I still have not seen him. This was around August 2018, people from high school stopped being his friends once the girl. And I told all of our collective friends what he did and how he acted. I reported him to the police. I never pressed charges, but I told them I never wanted to see Sam again. I don't think anything ever came out of it. I couldn't afford to get a restraining order as I recall being told they cost money. But it is reported. I moved back into the house on my own. He left all of his furniture and bedding as it was, only taking his headphones, his PS4, and his TV. From that moment on I was alone and living in the house that my best friend nearly killed me in. Sleeping on his couch in the lounge room because I couldn't afford my own. I was alone and I was in a really bad headspace. I stopped talking to all of my friends and at work. And I started having nightmares. So this was dating from AUD 2017 to Aug 2018 and i was still in the house until early 2019 which living in the aftermath of what sam did to me was as bad if not worse than living without him the isolation and darkness and things i saw and regret not doing still eat away at me i will need to do some digging but i will try to find images of the house and the dog for proof if needed and post an imgur album things didn't get better until i met a girl I have been writing this for about three hours and I am more than happy to write up the other part of this story which I will be likely doing in confessions or here once I feel more up for it. Talking about this has been really hard. So where am I now? At the end of 2019, I met my current partner. She is absolutely incredible and we actually brought a house together last month. We currently live with my parents until we move in two weeks and I think all of my negative feelings about my old house and Sam have resurfaced due to me moving again. In the end, I'm still scared and cautious, but getting this off my chest is a way that I am moving forward and put my old house behind me. TLDR, I watched my best friend transition from my role model to a violent psychopath in the span of a year. He eventually tried to kill me. Update: Hey guys, thank you for all of the nice words. I and my partner are moving into our new home in five days. Once we are settled down, I will talk about the second part of this story, which goes more into detail about my anxiety and depression while living alone in the house, while also talking about my best friend, and Dante basically saved my life. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels, and a blessed day.